And then all of a sudden, they're there all the time. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and the realities about relationship. I am your host, Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker and doctor of marriage and family therapy. Welcome to the weekend edition. I am here with my homegirl, Mia. I'm here. Hey, guys. How are you? What's up? What's up? And we happen to, I want to call this would be presumptuous to call her a new best friend, but <laughs> could I could I call her a friend? Yeah, call her yeah. a friend. She's one of my best friends, so. Okay, so by extension, I have a new best friend. Kate, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing quite well. Now, you, Mia, you and I have been talking, well, we've been talking a lot. And um, <laughs> there's some things we started talking about, and you were like, you have the perfect um, friend, perfect person to address this uh, particular subject matter with. And Kate, that's why you're here. Okay. And so we decided to invite you on and uh, mix it up a bit. Um, it's so, so this, this specific topic is something that I want to say we all go through, but if you're in a relationship, if you're um, stepping, if you're getting close to someone, you know, this is something you will go through, right? Um, and so, Kate, you're kind of sort of in that. And then Mia, you and Kate, y'all went through this. We sure did. So we're talking about living with someone else. We're talking about specifically in this episode, we're going to talk about um, living with a partner. Yeah. Um, not just, not, not like because of COVID or anything, but right. in like normal, <laughs> normal life. Right. The normal trajectory of how your relationship is going. Mm-hmm. Um, we all ultimately find a stop here at living together are deciding to live together um the merge the, the merge, merge merging and acquisition all of those <laughs> things um so kate um is one of my best friends and she uh is going to be our resident expert on this topic now because you're living it and um no pun intended right <laughs> you are yes you are living it um so i did read a couple articles about living with a partner Mm -hmm. and there was so there are a few things um that they you know their tips provided and one of them was like knowing living styles and like your day-to-day living but before i get into the tips i do have to say though like when i was reading um articles in preparation for this um this podcast episode what i found was like they're all really planned and i find in real life that at least for me in my experience that didn't happen where it was so planned out to tips like let's 
we're in living styles and making how do we split money and deciding where to live like I feel like um in my experience and maybe Kate can talk to hers in a minute but um I when someone lived with me it was just kind of something that naturally progressed and then they ended up being in my house for longer periods of time <laughs> they, they came one weekend and didn't leave they came they came and they didn't leave and (laughs) but i feel like um at the time like i wanted that like i did feel like i wanted you know my person to be living with me and i liked it Mm -hmm. i liked having them there and then all of a sudden they're there all the time and then you're like whoa 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 (laughs) how did we get here how did we get here you know it's funny it's funny you say that because so what i think the articles may be doing is this whole like what I should have done, mm-hmm. you know, because like, like you say, most people just find themselves in there, but I think that's young people. If you're True. an older couple, I imagine you've either been through it before and you've learned some things, or just if you've lived alone for so long, you don't want anybody to come in and, and mess up your set. <laughs> well, that's true. But also I feel like with young people too, I mean, with, Definitely, I hear what you're saying with like the tips and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know, like Kate and I, we when we were single, like we lived alone um, by ourselves, and having somebody come into your space presents a lot of challenges. And um, I think that's what I want to talk to Kate about today too, in particular is when you have had all your alone time and you've had like your stuff, everything's at your house, like everything you've perfectly curated to stay in your home and that makes you happy. And then you have somebody else that comes in and essentially starts to destroy it. Um, <laughs> you know, well, what well, goes, let, goes through your mind? So, you know? so I guess we're talking about two kinds of merges. One is this friend merge. And then the other is this, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner merge. And maybe there's a difference in the dynamics. Maybe there isn't. Uh-huh. Um, but okay, so you and Kate, was. let's talk about that. And then Kate, just be ready to tell us about merging with the dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you, so we're going to talk first about living together as friends. Yeah, well, well, so what were the circumstances of that? Um, and then that led to that merge. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I was looking for a new place to stay because I wasn't comfortable where I was living anymore. Um, right. And you offered up because <laughs> I think your mom had just moved out with your dad. Yeah, so my parents moved away um, for jobs. They moved um, out of state. They moved out of state and. Um, I had, I was living in my parents' house at the time and paying them rent, and um, obviously that's a family home, and I think my sister was there too, Um, so we were all kind of in transition in between things and also taking care of the house, and Mm -hmm. I had an extra bedroom and a good friend, and I was like, hey, this sounds perfect. (laughs) Okay, okay, Um, and you guys had been friends for how long at that point? Um, let's see. 
I was 22, 21. Gosh, so I would say probably like at least three or four years. Right. At okay. that point. Okay. Because I would imagine that's different as well. Um, mm -hmm compared to just someone you just met or an ad that was put out yeah i mean stranger. it's definitely interesting when you're trying to find a roommate in general who you think you'd click with or just coexist with at that point <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether or not it would be fun or if you would just be in the same room <laughs> was there a, a a list or like was mia like did she check list? all my boxes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and meet the criteria <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think that everyone experiences it when you meet someone and you, everyone has friends that they know they could live with and then friends that they know they definitely could not live with. <laughs> um, and I think me and I just click. There's like something like Zen about <laughs> us. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just easy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I will say the Zen was tested. Um, <laughs> when we how were living, How soon? When how we soon? How soon was it tested? Yeah. Um, not definitely not right away. I would say probably, I don't know, close to like, I'd say halfway through. I would say the Zen started to kind of, and it wasn't like it was bad. It was just when you are, the fun kind of wears off a little bit. And then you mm -hmm. get to like the day-to-day -day like living situation, like, Okay. You know, okay. you said halfway through. I, I don't yeah. know what halfway is. How long? Like, like six months or so. Okay. Okay. So you guys live together for a year. Just about. I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And mm -hmm. six months in, mm -hmm. the novelty started to wear off. Kind of more so. Like it definitely like our our living style started to kind of show. Although we have very similar living styles, so it wasn't bad. It was just um, like, you know, their daily habit stuff, like taking out the trash and someone not doing the dishes. I'm the worst. I am the worst about Mia, dishes. You don't do dishes, Mia? I hate doing dishes. And my pet peeve is dishes in the sink. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, now you're triggering me, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought that we were like kindred souls because I Kate, I feel closer to you in this moment because I now cannot you know. I cannot have dishes camp out in my sink. Yeah. I am like I am disgusting. I am like I would rather like they'll stay in there until mold grows and then I just oh. throw it away. Honestly, I totally blacked this out. Oh man. Because I don't think you let me do that. Um, well, because I think I made a point. I'd be like, so we don't have any bowls. Because <laughs> all your bowls are in the sink. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't so, think I ever, like, brought it up. Probably that's why I blacked out. So why, why, why not bring it up, Kate? I'm curious. Um, probably because I also do things that could be construed as annoying. I don't know. I think I'm just, so I'm used to growing up like with brothers. <laughs> so it does, that like aspect didn't bother me that much um, because, you know, maybe I left my bowl in the sink until noon and then I washed it, but she mm -hmm. happened to see it. So she was annoyed, you know, like it, to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but it's funny because now I hate it. 
<laughs> but it's different because now it's my space. Right. You know, but we'll. Yeah, you control, you, con- you control your space. Yeah. I think on some level, I had a respect for the space because it wasn't mine. Like I was moving into Mia's home. So isn't that interesting though, right? Here you are having a pet peeve about someone's, I guess, ad habits in their own home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I didn't feel like when I invited, you know, Kate to live with, with myself and my sister, like, I mean, Sam was on board too, but um, we weren't like, you can't do this. Like we were very much like merging. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much everything. We I, I, this was her house too, and in some respects, like I can understand what she was feeling like because it really wasn't my house either. It was my parents, so like um, so their how, stuff so was how, still how, there, like their so furniture. You, so how could you say it's her house if it wasn't your house to begin with, Mia? <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, it's her childhood home. Yeah, it it's childhood like, home. you know, there's family photos all over the place. And it's not like family photos that you put in your own apartment. It's right. family photos that have been there for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much so still their family home, I think. Yeah. Is the way I looked we at it. We're all living in it. Oh, yeah. My parents loved it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, um, I would definitely say more like, I was more territorial with some things, I suppose, um, because it was my childhood house. But um, more or less, I just I felt like, um, you know, at that point, Kate was a great, a good friend, and we got along really well. And the one thing I can definitely say about my relationship with Kate is our communication is key, and um, like. Kate's one of those friends that will just call you out when you're being like really annoying or you're just not being quite yourself. And um, that worked to our advantage because I, at that time, wasn't, and still to some extent now, not overly confrontational. And Kate would be like, let's get it out on the table. Like, let's just do this. Mm. And um, that was really helpful because when we were being a little passive aggressive um it helped to just be able to have that open communication now now so stereotypically speaking they say that that's something that women tend to do okay that's not me i'm not saying that so i don't want no emails about that well Talk and be passive aggressive, right? <laughs> right? And not so, say what you really feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Kate, did you notice that? That's the first question. And the second question is, um, where do you think you picked up the habit of let's get it out and get it out the way? Um, so I don't think I picked up on her being passive aggressive. I would say more just like ignore it. There was no like statement that was like, so you're not going to take the bowl out of the sink. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that kind of thing. It was more just subtle. Like I'm just going to turn and go into my room. (laughs) 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 Like just not address it. Um, and I think, I mean, I, so more more avoidance. Yeah. Just like a, all right, it's not a big deal. I think in Mia's mind, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Don't make it a big deal. Just walk away. 
<laughs> Whereas I grew up, I would say that my dad is extremely passive aggressive mm -hmm. and my mom is more, you know, the sharpshooter straight to the point. Mm -hmm. And I definitely say I got that from my mother where I've also just learned that if things stew, it always blows up and becomes a bigger issue than it should be. So if you don't just get it out there, all these little things then add up and become this giant argument that's completely unnecessary. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I don't like to stew. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, listen, nothing good comes out of that. Unless it's a <laughs> stew on a pot. That's a different story. Um, okay. Okay. And so halfway you guys realized or you knew you weren't going to stay much longer. Um, what was that transition like? Well, actually, we thought we would stay, stay living together forever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was a very really? unique, yeah, it was a very yeah, unique situation. It was a unique situation. We had a, an experience happen where um, our lovely little home was broken into. Oh. And... Um, Kate was really upset, like very, very upset. They took a lot of valuable things from her. Um, and it was just, I think at that time, Kate just really needed her family and um, the support. And we were, we were young. Like we were pretty I was 21. Young. Yeah, Kate was, Kate was fresh. She was 21. I was straight out of college, yeah. living my best life. And Kate's family lives in New York, so she's not like a hop, skip, and a jump anywhere. And I do yeah. think that, you know, my family is literally probably like five minutes away from each other, like on both sides. So I think when Kate saw, you know, my family kind of rallying and like there and asking questions and stuff, it just also, and I can't. I'm speaking for you, but yeah. it's all that, you know, I think she wanted that too. So she ended um, up. Yeah. I don't know if I can say this, but I can say that I generally lost my shit that day. Okay. Like genuinely. It was honestly, like even just thinking about it, it makes me want to cry. Uh -huh. Like it was um, a unique experience for me. I'd never had anything like that happen before, just in terms of, you know, someone violating your space like that. Mm. Um, and I mean, the backstory is not long before that, I think in May, so maybe just a couple of months, my grandmother had passed away. And um, so this person stole all the jewelry that I had oh, as boy. mementos from, you know, all my grandparents um, and every piece of jewelry that I had ever gotten as, you know, christening, communion high school graduation, turn 21, like I've literally every piece of jewelry I ever owned. And wow. um, Sorry, yeah. I'm not very, thank you. I'm not very materialistic. I don't think in general, but those things were meaningful to me. Right. It's more so what it was. It wasn't the fact that I lost, you know, $20,000 of jewelry. It was, I lost the pearls that my grandmother gave me when I turned 21, mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, they could, have um, been, they could have been rocks for all that mattered. Right. It was more everything that memories that I had mm -hmm. were gone is what it came down to. Mm -hmm. um, and so I can genuinely say I've never been that emotional, <laughs> I think, in my life. And it genuinely scared Mia, too. <laughs> she, like, didn't know what to do with me. I don't think she'd even seen me cry at that point no, in our I, relationship I before. I had never seen Kate like that. 
like distraught about something. I, I did get very like territorial or not territorial, but protective of her. Mm-hmm. And um, cause my family just kind of, I remember your grandma coming into the kitchen like, who? Yeah, What's up? she was definitely staring. <laughs> she was like, "What's going on with this girl?" Because I probably looked crazy. <laughs> she was just very upset, visibly upset, and um, people, just, you know, wanted to know if she was okay, what was going on. And I don't even think at that time I even realized like how significant of a loss that was for her. Um, but I went into kind of protective mode. I was like, okay, everybody leave. <laughs> Everyone leave. <laughs> Give her some space. Give her a minute. Um, and I did. I was like, we'll call you when we're ready. And um, yeah, so that ended up happening. And that's what ultimately that was the trigger <laughs> to hate leaving. Yeah, I think that happened in like maybe June and I was gone by July. Yeah, cute. <laughs> Like it was, it was rapid. I think it was a lot of things combined in one. I hadn't seen my family since Christmas. I, I mean, in hindsight, I definitely should have gone home. I shouldn't have moved home (laughs) is what it came down to. Hi, we are the Mercia Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. And I had some feelings revolving around that too. Like oh, she I, was mad at I me. I was really mad at her. And I can't really remember like exactly what it was. Yeah, I was going to ask if, you know, it was like just sudden separation, if it was a conversation. It really like, wasn't a like conversation. You I left think. for the weekend and didn't come back. Oh, no. I mean, she knew I was leaving. Yeah, I knew she was okay. leaving. I didn't know it was that soon. And I didn't think that it was going to, like, I didn't realize how profound of a, like, loss that was for her. And I was mad. Like, I was upset. I felt upset about it. I, for, I can't remember exactly why I was upset other than, like, um, I just, was like, you know, we were living together, now we're not living together, and we're close, now you're leaving. Like, I guess there was something for me where I was like, my best friend's leaving. Mm-hmm. And so I you're experiencing the loss. I was definitely experiencing the loss. So and I think a lot happened at once too, because then your sister left for New York. Yeah, that's true. Then my sister I think all, th- and then Jessica left, right? Mm-hmm. I think all three of us left around the same time. Wow. Yeah. So my support, <laughs> that makes a lot more You're sense. Too, I think it was more, yeah, I think it was more just a general disappointment in yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily. That's true. I remember just being upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In general. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had a very unique ending to our living situation. I yeah. wouldn't say that it was like a ill will or mm-hmm. anything like that. It was just bizarre. Yeah, it was bizarre for sure. Okay. So, okay. We're not your textbook situation. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh no, I, I understand. Um, <laughs> um but but okay, so this was years ago when you guys have remained in contact, our friends mm-hmm. and Yeah, we cool. And and that's <laughs> that's great. Now, how does just pivoting a bit, how does that experience or how did it influence when it came time to live with your now uh boyfriend partner uh boyfriend okay um i genuinely don't know how to answer that question because <laughs> i don't think it 
I think they're very different mm-hmm. situations just in terms of, yeah. so how she was talking about planning mm-hmm. and like planning to move in with each other and like, we planned that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, Mia went out and bought new things and like got me a welcome package and like it was, it was much more organized. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, it was very different. So I wouldn't even compare them. And okay, well, then let's just contrast them then. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one of the first most obvious things when you live with someone else is you don't really have your own space anymore. Like, it's not like you have separate bedrooms when you're with a significant other. You're in the same bedroom. <laughs> so you don't even have a separate, like, hideaway space to go to. Well, you have your side of the bed in a nightstand, I would hope, at least. I mean, yeah, but we're big people. Not, <laughs> it's a small bed. <laughs> I mean, I definitely need a bigger bed, I would, for sure. I understand why everyone gets king beds now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. So, so now, okay, so with Mia, you guys have been friends for a few years. Um, in the circumstances where that her parents were moving out and she had this space, what were the circumstances with your boyfriend that led to the merge uh, for you guys? Um, honestly, we're still, so that's the thing is like, we're not technically living together. He still has another place. It's just that he doesn't stay at that place. So <laughs> we're pretty much just at my apartment all the time. And I think that, as he would say, this is the accountant in me. I had a plan, right? So I was like, okay, when my lease is up, we're going to find a nice place together. We'll have a new space together. And now none of that's a reality. And I've realized that I'm extremely territorial. Mm. (laughs) And so I've lived in this apartment by myself for almost four years now. So everything's mine, which is not the way I wanted my first like living situation to be. I wanted us to have a new space together, you know, so it's ours. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you left my dish on my table. Why didn't you put my dish in my dishwasher? So is that like <laughs> twice as bad? I've just learned that I'm crazy. I think it's yeah. what it comes down yeah. to. It's um, like you and me both. And Kate and I have had this conversation before, and I do think in some ways we are in a unique situation because um, we are single gals that aren't, she's not anymore, but, um, but we had been single for a little while. And in that time, like we had our own, got to have our own space. And um, there's a lot of people out there that don't share that experience. They, they go straight from college into um, getting engaged with their college boyfriend. And then it just kind of escalates from there in this natural progression of things where for us, we um, were very independent prior to being in a relationship. And we were the ones that had the house and mm. the person came to live with us and sharing wow. our space. And so I think unique in that way that everything in our homes is like perfectly curated how we would like it. It's clean how we like it. And it had been like that for a few years before um, our individual significant others moved in. And when that happens, like Kate was saying, like, you're not crazy. It's just that it's, it's, it's different because so much of like 
you know, your independence gets a little, you know, in some ways it's similar, like with my situation and her situation that it just ended up happening that Mm -hmm. way where this person had extended stays. And then all of a sudden they're like legitimately like have their stuff at my house and, um, you know, whatever. And so I think some of that without that communication and without that planning or like kind of letting go of like the old single you and your home and like making it, um, a a home for two people, um, is the weird, uncomfortable transition stage that you're doing with someone living with you. So, so let me, let me ask a practical question then. And I guess this is for the accountant and you, um, and by the way, guys, I mean, I realized we didn't do a formal introduction for you, Kate. You are an accountant. <laughs> How dare you? Your name is Kate, and welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Kate. Glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so has there been a conversation, right? So if there's, if there's two apartments being paid for and no one's hardly staying at the other one, practically speaking, that's money that could be stored somewhere else or spent on something else. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) I guess um, I'm still holding on to this thought of if we just wait, then we can do it. Because I think his lease is up in like December. So it's like, okay, we just wait till then and then we get our space together. But mine's not done now till May. of the next year so it's like no matter what he's coming into this space like get over it is really what it comes down to um it's i guess you could say this is me being passive aggressive oh my gosh look at me self-realization um i think it's just i have this i guess this is the account in me i had i had a plan and I really don't like things not going to plan. Welcome so, to relationships. I know. And I think it's, and this is my first experience too. It's not like I've lived with a significant other before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I just had this like perfect rosy picture of what it was going to be like. And I don't, on some level, I guess I don't want to give up on that. Is this a therapy session? <laughs> well, it, it seems like we've eased onto a road here. Yeah. We're just, we'll just let you talk. <laughs> um, and it's funny because like, I love being with him and I love like seeing him every day and like him coming home. Cause now I'm working from home all the time. So I never leave. I'm a hermit now. Um, and I love him coming home and like sharing our days together. Um, I just wish it was in a shared space. Like the apartment almost feels small now. And I always thought I had a huge apartment. (laughs) Um, And I guess there's just, I don't know, like a little bit of an anxiety probably about the step. Cause then it's like, okay, if we get an apartment and we move in here, what happens if something goes wrong? You know, I think that's a terrible thing. That's probably always in the back of my mind, even though, and I don't know if that's normal. Does everybody feel that way about a relationship? <laughs> Even when you're like, I can love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But also I should probably keep a spare house. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a normal thought process or if I'm just being way too overprepared. 
because I'm the girl with a fanny pack carried around, you know, like I always have everything that I need. I'm always prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so, it's, inter- it's interesting, right? So the word normal isn't, <laughs> isn't something that I would use. I will tell you it's common. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely common and it happens. And not just to women, not just to you, but there are men, just people in general. Um, when, when my wife, Herdine, and I were dating, we, we didn't live together like, like we're talking about now. Um, I moved out from my guys, the roommates I had in college, and I had my own apartment. And she would spend a lot of time at my apartment because um, she roomed with her sister. And when I left my college roommates to get my own space, I realized just how much I loved loved having my own space. Okay. And yes, there were times when she would come over and it'd be great. And there were times when it would be not so great, right? That's just a relationship. And I would be glad for when she would leave. Okay. And and, and that's common, right? (laughs) But when we started talking about um, getting married, then as you're saying, you're like, wait a minute. Like, if I want out, then that means I'm going to the garage or maybe I'm going to a friend's house. I'm going somewhere else to just for a temporarily for a drive. I have to come back to this space. Right. And that's when it gets real. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And how long have you and him been together at this point? Um, it'll be a year and six months. Okay. So relatively early. Yeah. I mean, like I say a healthy amount of time, especially at our age. (laughs) Well, I feel like, well, it's not like when you're 20 and you're like, all right, I'm going to do whatever I want, whatever I want. Now it's like, all right, I'm 30. Why would I waste time on a commitment that I don't feel like will be lifelong or something Mm -hmm. worthwhile? Mm. You know, I feel like, you know, who at our age, you know who you are, you know what you want. And really? R- really, Kate? Yeah. Well, you're, at least you have a better understanding. <laughs> I mean, definitely more so than any other relationship yeah. age. I think that's one of the things that comes, though, from having been single for a while. Mm-hmm. After, like, I'm one of those people that after a breakup, it takes me, like, multiple years to get back to myself and, like, mm chill and know what I want and remember who I am and all that because no matter what you're someone different when you're in a relationship whether it's slight or you know good or bad doesn't matter it's always something everyone takes a little piece of you I think every time you're in a significant relationship Um, or or you give them or you leave behind (laughs) you gift them yes with with a part of you you can no longer use Um, so I think that, yeah, like as an adult, as a single woman being on her own for a while, I do know what I want and I do know what I expect from life and what I can do. Um, and I think that I'm a little bit more secure in that than I was when I was 22 in a relationship, you know, I I will definitely agree more (laughs) more secure than 22, more confident, (laughs) but being in your thirties by no means is, hey, 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 I'm still in my 20s. Don't push me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I, I got like I'm two di- months left. Don't, oh, <laughs> don't take them away. <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I'm closer to 40. And 
there's some days I don't know what the hell I want to do with my life. You know, <laughs> I bounce between living in a trailer and being like a fishing captain on most days. <laughs> so, got it. yeah, but this, I don't know, I guess I have so many more questions I can ask and we can just go and go. But, <laughs> but, um, and for people who are listening, the, I guess what the takeaway for me is the merge is definitely a time when all of these uh, questions and ideas and anxieties come up. Kind of like we said in the previous episode with the birthday episode, it's a benchmark where it's a metric where we evaluate, we're getting ready to do this. Did we do all of this? Did I accomplish all these other things? Um, because it, it definitely takes you in a different um, direction or trajectory for a lot of people. Um, are, are you more or less passive aggressive in this situation than before or? <laughs> so I do what is described as nagging now. <laughs> described am, as nagging by whom, according to whom? According to my boyfriend. Oh. I would say that it's, I'm extremely less I'm, I am not passive aggressive. Let's just go ahead and okay. there's no okay. less about it. I've just <laughs> never really, I've never really been passive aggressive um, in my adult life. At least I might've been as a kid, <laughs> um, but it's know. things where like I'll ask something and if it's not done, I, ha I have to ask again. Right. Because, why, do you, why do you have to? Oh my gosh. Okay. Now this is where we get this is where we get to the heart of it, right? This is <laughs> we break down the barriers here. Um, so there's like certain things that I find extremely annoying. <laughs> right, we've heard. Like, for example, instead of putting his clothes in the hamper, my boyfriend will leave them out or put them in the washing machine, but not wash them. Wait, did you say put clothes? Yeah. Okay. Like he won't put them in the hamper, which is a simple, I think a very simple task. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Apparently it is not. And so when I asked the first time, I was just, hey, from now on, can you just put your stuff in the hamper? Like I'll wash it. Just don't leave it everywhere. Yeah, totally. Use the word from now on? I don't know. I might've blacked in, it out. I don't asking, know. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I said, Probably said, like, going forward, can you please put your clothes in the hamper? Gotcha. Um, which is fine. Whatever. I know it's one of those things where, like, I know these are little things, so it's not, like, make or break things. I just mm -hmm. find myself – I'm annoyed with myself because I find myself annoying that I keep having to ask. Mm -hmm. Or, like, don't leave your cups everywhere. Like, if you make coffee and go sit on the balcony and drink your coffee, don't then leave your cup there forever. <laughs> okay so let me ask you uh do you guys share a hamper yes it's one one hamper oh ever thought of having two we did have two but then <laughs> he would overflow it and then leave his clothes in the lot this was like like this is what started the whole thing was he would just start a wash and never finish it so it's not like when stuff was done in the dryer, he would take it out. He would just get dressed from the things in the dryer every day. Oh, my. 
And so that was just not cool with me because now you're holding up when I want to do laundry. So I said, fine, I'll do your laundry. Just put it in the right hamper. Yeah, I know. I got myself into this situation, Jameson. I know. I know. I started this. Um, And you can can finish it. I know. Now I can finish it, Um, which is fine. But I mean, I also have a little bit of an issue with like the whole gender role situation too. Okay, so listen, we need to bring Kate back on, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what I'm realizing. Kate, just put us clear your calendar. We'll have. You <laughs> wow. Yeah, I like where this is going. I really do. Um, but we're going to have to bring you back, um, because I think we need to. Well, I would like to, if that's all right, would you address some of those things? Because even as a married guy living with a woman who I call my wife, we have some of these same concerns and they don't necessarily make or break them, the relationship, but they are definitely things that affect the, the climate of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. I can put it that way. Um, well, and a lot of people, you know, they don't know how to address those things. Um, they don't know how to talk about them or even resolve them. And a lot of people just bail on relationships mm-hmm. in avoidance of those things. You know, definitely. And I, I mean, I know, like Mia, like we're of few friends. I think that parents are still together, right? You know, I think that's something that was ripe in our generation was a lot of parents got divorced. Mm. And so it's interesting to me, like these kinds of fights, because it's like, how do you go 40 years with somebody (laughs) that doesn't put their clothes in the hamper? (laughs) It's just an interesting, I mean, other side topic, I guess. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll bring you back. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, yeah. You're definitely coming back. For sure. Come on back. Um... (laughs) And there are lots of ways to go 40 years with someone who doesn't do that. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me. Um, Kate, this has been fun. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for agreeing. Mia, you can bring your friends anytime. Isn't she great? I just knew it. I have the perfect person. And I really do. Yeah. No, this has been really fun. Um, Thank you again, Kate and Mia. Thank you for uh, sharing her with us. Yes. Um, yes. Listen, guys, I want to say if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on uh, iTunes. Not only can you find us there, but you can find us anywhere that you consume your podcasts. And um, also share it. You got girlfriends and you got homeboys and they're complaining about how their friends or their boyfriends or even their husbands and wives you know they're not washing their coffee mug and so (laughs) share this podcast with them and then tell them to come back for more um uh yeah and then you come back for the regular wednesday episodes as well and uh we'll do it again and again and again so thank you guys for listening uh kate thank you for joining us mia thank you for bringing her and uh, we will catch you all next time on the next episode of relationship renegade